am Cake. All right, and I'm Juno. And you're listening to Nymphomercial, the podcast that reviews hentai both enthusiastically and regrettably. And we're deep into guest month right now. And today I've brought a very, very, very special guest who's very near and dear to my heart. Please welcome Puppy Juno. Hello. Hello. My name's Juno, and I am Cake's significant other for many moons now. Uh, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Do you just want to say how I was the, uh, we'll say your gateway drug to the furry community? Basically, so, you know, the seeds were sown for a long time when I look back at things and put together the pieces. Like, it was definitely there, but yeah, you were definitely my my closet key because you were furry. And even back when we were friends, I kind of like to bully you about being a furry. And I remember the first time we ever met in person, um, I served you curry rice out of a dog bowl. what do you think about that? Yeah, that was so funny. That was so <laughs> funny. I just, I couldn't get enough of it. I was like, yeah, this isn't something that a normie would do. They go, oh, he's a dog. So let's go to the store, spend our hard-earned dough on an actual dog bowl. I mean, I don't know if you washed it, but... No, we washed it. We washed oh, it. Thank you so much. Yeah, usually <laughs> the owners don't do that for their dogs, but okay, thank you. But I, I'll tell you this: the amount of art that I've sent you over the years is staggering. And the moment that you started going, "Oh wow, that's really cool," or "Really cute" with that art, I was like, "Hey, hey got him! I knew it! I knew it was just a matter of time." You with like a little lasso, like <laughs> yeah. and lassoing me and reeling me in. Yeah, I know that you've always kind of had some you know smaller roots in uh anthro-based artwork we'll say but i feel like you know the the community with all of its variation in style you're gonna find something that clicks and for me i think that's one of the best aspects of it so i mean having a partner that's in any degree a part of the furry fandom is definitely a wonderful experience and it's something that we can bond over which is just great. For sure. Um, And that's something that I feel like is important in any sort of relationship or partnership is to have common interests and um, even like common interests in the bedroom kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, so if it wasn't clear to you already, uh, we're getting deep into that furry shit today since I brought a very special furry guest. Um, But just wanted to remind you all, like, you know, you're here by choice, you're listening by choice, so... At the end of the day, remember... Man, you did this to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So, um, do you mind if I ask you some questions, Juno? I mean, I know these answers, but I want to share you with, uh, with the world, if that's okay. All right, all right. Lay them on me. Let's see, let's see. Okay. Um, so, Juno, do you mind if I ask you about your relationship to the furry fandom. Like, how long have you been a furry and why did you become a furry in the first place? Okay, okay. Well, I've been a furry for at least 11 years. I'm sure it's been way longer than that. Got my start in DeviantArt sometime in middle school. And as time progressed, I eventually made a fur affinity profile. And for those of you who don't know, that's like peak furry. In terms of why I joined the fandom initially, I like to say that it was the art. You know, some people will have people pull them into the scene. They'll see uh, maybe like dancing videos or just any different art medium. But for me, it was purely the digital mediums that I would find on yeah, DeviantArt and FA. After seeing all of these cool characters, I, you know, going through a, a journey of self-exploration in middle school, in high school, like I needed something as an outlet. I considered myself bi-curious, but the fandom helped me come to terms with the idea that what I'm experiencing and what I'm trying to learn about myself is completely normal. And I'm sure everyone has heard about it, how accepting the fandom is. And in my particular case, I'd say that that's true. I can't think of any other community that has resonated with me like the furry fandom has. And yeah, that's basically it. Definitely. I feel like um, with the fandom itself, it's a great safe space for um, LGBT plus people. Um, It's very inviting. I feel like LGBT plus people definitely outnumber straight people in the fandom. Um, And like, where else does that happen? 
And yeah, you know, you met like your first real partner through the fandom too, right? Absolutely. Through art. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's so cool. Um, so I got to ask, um, Juno, do you want to tell us about your Sona or Sonas? Uh, yeah, for me, it's difficult to categorize them sometimes. For now, let's just say that I have one Sona, but it sort of depends on the context in which he's being used. I remember when I first made that Furfinity profile, they ask you like what species or what animal you are. And I sat there for the longest time thinking about what fursona would represent me best. Eventually, I settled on a dog. And for me, I love all sorts of animals, but I chose a dog because of their fierce loyalty as a companion. And visually, all you have to know is that he's a green or blue dog, depending on the context. But I really love his simplicity, seeing as how, you know, in the real world, I'm someone that doesn't like being the center of attention. And that's it. Yeah. Juno's a very good dog. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got to ask, since, you know, you're on infomercial and we're all about, you know, the erotic content, what's your relationship to hentai and erotic content? And you can talk about that in the lens of the furry fandom, because I'm pretty sure most people are going to have probably the misconception that furry is solely about the sexual stuff when maybe that's not the case. I'll let you explain it. I feel like... I mean, shit. There's a lot of shit. NSFW content in the furry fandom. And you know what? Maybe, maybe I peep it from time to time. But hey, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe. On a more serious mm-hmm. note, however, I've always been a very sexual person. So erotic content has, in well, in the furry fandom, has been a outlet for me. But as I said before, the fandom also helped me come to terms with my sexuality. There are a lot of gay furries, as we had just discussed, and seeing them express themselves through their art, both through safe-for-work and non-safe-for-work themes, was very liberating for me. Uh, I had supportive friends, but I didn't really have any gay friends that I could turn to, so this was a way for me to experiment without being judged, you know? Yeah. In addition, the effeminate qualities in a lot of the erotic art are so common that it's encouraged me to want to explore that side of myself. I'm interested in wearing makeup or like uh, putting a skirt on. I want to be cute and I like to think that I can be cute from time to time. I don't think I'm different or brave for feeling this way, but I do consider myself lucky to be able to explore this part of me without feeling guilty. In terms of being in the furry community, I totally agree when people say that it's more sexual than anything. 100% agree with that. But I don't like the idea of that idea being perpetrated 100% because at the end of the day, these are cartoon characters sometimes. And you will undoubtedly get younger furs. Of course, that's what they're called. Younger furs who join. And I don't like the idea of underage people being or having that content forced upon them. Or just because they turn 18, other people start, you know, trying to prey on them for like sexual reasons, whether it's role playing or having drawn art of their characters and like sexual acts. So, yeah, I just wanted to mention, yeah, it's a very uh, sexual fandom, but for the most part, a lot of people know how to separate the NSFW stuff from the SFW, just in respect to younger audiences or people who aren't interested in that. And I just thought it'd be important to mention that. That's all. Definitely. I think that's so important to have that safe space and to be able to explore different facets of yourself. And I think that's definitely one of the best aspects of the furry fandom. And I think that's why so many people, you know, stay part of the fandom for such a long time. And speaking about longevity of the fandom, you brought us uh, something today, and it comes from a collection called Genus, which is this ongoing furry anthology comic series that's been going on since the 90s like it's wild to think about furry fandom is one of the older fandoms and to think about all those old fur cons and just how they started as you know like just a simple meetup in a hotel room but yeah so we're gonna get into genus a little bit today and we picked a work or well you picked a work from it right i just pointed you in the right direction Uh uh-huh 
I do want to give a little bit of a history run on Genus since, you know, I love my history. Mm-hmm. So Genus started as a furry anthology series back in 1993, um, just as like an erotic forum for furry artists to showcase comics or illustrations of an adult nature. There was a kind of interesting dichotomy in the furry fandom between people who were into the more erotic content and people who were more into safe for work content, like the whole burned furs thing. Right, right. Like people that wanted to keep it safe for work. And that was a big thing for a while, but ultimately that lost out. Um, (laughs) Absolutely. That's right. Mm -hmm. uh, Yeah. (laughs) Um, Erotic content uh, prevails. Dude, I know. Please, please turn on safe search if you uh, want (laughs) to explore the fandom (laughs) with with someone looking over your shoulder. But okay. Yeah, yeah. For sure. What's really interesting about Genus, too, is that there were two facets of it, specifically a Genus male, which is like a a gay version of Genus. Mm -hmm. And I've compared notes kind of on both because I started looking through some. Um, Another nice thing about the furry fandom is that people are really good about archiving shit like from posters from fur cons flyers, old zines and stuff like there's a lot of love and devotion to preserving furry history, which is really cool. Absolutely. And just looking at Genus Mail, that shit is really like explicit and sexual. And not to say that regular Genus isn't, but I feel like Genus Mail is on like its own wavelength and it's pretty nice. Mm -hmm. It's kind of interesting that Genus... There's no definitive answer on whether or not it stopped running. I remember doing some research on it. I'm pretty sure it stopped <laughs> right. like in like around like 2012-ish, but I can't find a definitive answer. And I spent a while trying to find it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, with the move to the internet and Patreon and Twitter and again, for affinity, like there's plenty of forum for it for people to make erotic art and to make erotic furry content. So... Even if it doesn't exist in print form anymore, like there's tons of ways to get a hold of erotic furry content. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But yeah, do you want to share what the title of today's comic is that you brought us and like what issue of Genus it's from? Okay, here we go. So hold on. Let me let me give the people a a little bit of a spiel about what theme we're going to be covering. (laughs) A warning? Not not quite a warning, just uh yeah, just kind of get your biscuits buttered real quick. Ooh. The American education system is so boring. Yeah, I'm not afraid yes. to say it. We as a country <laughs> can learn a lot from other cultures. And you know what would help? Is if we took a first hand look at an all skunkette junior college. Genus issue sixty-four. And mind you, this is released on February 2004, oh, wow. 16 years ago, wow. Skunk at School by Eric Dustbunny Hewlin. That's what we're covering man. today, folks. It's true. It's oh, true. Oh, man. Oh, man. So okay. Skunk at School? Yeah. I just want you to brace yourselves because things are going to get a little spicy seeing as how this is an all-girl junior college. I don't know. Do you is guys- it going to get stinky? You know, a little bit. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Can you give us some tags that way? Um, if anybody, I mean, there might be some people that are already like, "Oh, this furry shit, I'm out." But um, just as like a a warning, or as a little bit of flavor, because you know sometimes tags are enticing. Maybe someone's gonna hear the tags and be like, "Ooh, I'm gonna stick around." Okay. To be fair to anyone listening right now, maybe I'm not the best at tagging, but. Ooh, I'm like I'm. I'm wondering, is it easier to say like what isn't in it? Because to me, it's very fetish based. Is in you know, there's a uh, some quips about public sex. Okay, there's gonna be tons of nudity. Like you already know where this is going. If it's an all girls school, I mean, if school. they're here, they're. I think people are expecting. That. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. But, no, no, no. But see, it's not like like oh, these are like little facets of sex on the campus. Everyone's having sex. That's what I'm trying oh, to say. Oh, oh no. Um, you know, despite how ridiculous this comic is, and I'm, I'm being very nice by just calling it ridiculous, that <laughs> everything in it is consensual. I, I'll give That's the artist good. that. Yeah, I was actually pleasantly surprised that they go crazy, they go nuts. But the only thing that could be 
seen as uh, physical harm in any ways that there are some spanking segments in it, but it's from more of a punishment standpoint than anything. But, you know, the artist was pretty considerate in terms of making everyone <laughs> like kind of into it in the comic. That's good. But yeah, I, I think that's the most controversial thing that I can think. So spanking? Yeah, yeah. Right off the bat. I mean, I don't know. Do you like... <laughs> Big Tatas, do you like milking? It's in there too. Oh, see, that's an important one. Like, I, I'm looking at the tags too, and I'm kind of wondering, like, if that's in there, why didn't someone put like lactation or big boobs? Because like that's things that like people are specifically looking for. All right, are you ready to get into it, Juno? All right, let's let's get it, Cake. This let's, this let's is get Skunk at School by Eric Dust Bunny Hewen and. I, I don't know if the viewers at home or the well the listeners at home want to participate, but if you just so happen to have a copy of this lying around, because I'm sure you do, if you just check between your couch cushions, you'll have a, <laughs> you'll have an issue of Genus 64 lying around. Please feel free to ride along. So, do you have the page opened up, Cake? Yes, I opened it, and um, mm -hmm. I see nipples. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're all naked, so get used to that real quick. Ah, so where where are we? Page one. Ah, yes. So here we join Ren, aka Principal Foxley, on his tour of the All Skunket Junior College. He wants to see why this particular junior college is worthy of all of its rewards and accolades. But hey, uh, fellas, can you hold on a moment? The tour will commence right after. Miffy, our tour guide, takes care of some unfinished business. <gasps> And what I'm saying is that an intern just had lunch and it didn't involve the cafeteria, if you know what oh, I mean. No. Okay, cool. Miffy just came. So let's start the tour. Next page, please. <laughs> so page two, they're making their way towards the dorm and whoa, dude, hey, I'm with Principal Foxy on this one. Students are just casually banging out here in the schoolyard, but hey, oh it's okay. Oh my though. gosh. Principal Miffy explains that the interspecies sex taking place is deliberate because interspecies pregnancies aren't possible. It all makes sense. Dude. Oh my gosh. Thank goodness. Yeah. yeah. Name one time a skunk binged a cat and they made like a kunk or like a scat. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> a scat. Skip, scat, skittily walk. And it, we might be on this page for a little while. So bear with me. Now this next part has me gyrating. <gasps> Please look at these panels and explain to me why the dorms are either situated in a schoolyard or a gym. Like, do you see that? They're literally it standing. It looks like a gym. It looks like, like yeah, yeah. Thinking, not to be like insensitive, but it looks like kind of like when you take emergency shelter no, no, after. I, a I was literally okay. Which okay. Is horrible. Wait, 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 wait. They're literally standing in a basketball court, and those beds <laughs> are spaced so closely together that that can't be sanitary. Like over an it's extended like, period of time. It's like an or like an orphanage. No, no, no. no. You want to know awful. what it's like? Dude, I feel like I'm looking at a triage right now because this comic <laughs> premise is a fucking disaster. Do you hear me? <laughs> this is awful. You know, I like to think that the artist, you know, he had his reasons, but I, I can't figure it out for myself. And he's it, like, fuck drawing rooms. Fuck drawing a bunch of individual dorm rooms. Dorm rooms. We're just gonna put all these fucking beds in here. Do not care that it looks like fucking triage. Like it's fine. Yeah. And hey, speaking of triage, smash cut to the infirmary. Ah, yes, the school's nurse, Nurse Nummy, is hard at work <laughs> tending to some head down ass up students who've gotten ill, feverish even. So let's just take a moment and pull out these rectical, rectical, rectal thermometers, rectal thermometers to better assess their situation. And real quick, here's a cute thought. Do you think they sanitize or replace those thermometers when they're done? I think Nurse Nummy probably just puts it in her mouth and um, <laughs> just sticks it in the next patient. And can you see I, how close she has it to her face? She's like, she's going to get pink eyed. <laughs> I like I get it. You have to like read the thermometer, but I bet it doesn't smell great. 
she needs glasses if she's gonna hold it that close to her face and like i gotta say the art for this is cute like i'm definitely getting like vintage like furry zine vibes absolutely it's, it's really great and i know um the other night um because this is my first time seeing it but um juno and i have been of course talking about you know doing this project for a while i was very excited to have him join me on the podcast um, and to talk about furry stuff. Um, and like we've been looking through some old archival furry stuff and kind of talking, reminiscing about like the past. And yeah, it is kind of comforting to see like this kind of old art and like thinking about reading like old comics and stuff like that. So yeah, this art is very right, wholesome, right. even if the subject matter going on uh, <laughs> is not. <laughs> yeah, is not wholesome at all. And, you know, one thing I wanted to mention, too, was that the furry fandom as a whole has been going on for so long. It's so weird to think of certain things that you've been invested with, especially for years. But at the end of the day, this has been going on before you were even born. You know what I mean? This has so yeah. much culture that you haven't experienced and you're experiencing a new facet of it, which is just yeah. fascinating. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it's wild, too, because there are like, you know, like grandpa, grandma furs, like. Mm -hmm. Right, uh, right. Yeah, it's it's just it's wild to think about. I know like people think about Star Trek as being like one of the oldest fandoms. I think furries right up there, too. And even anime is like fast on the heels of that and manga, too. So it's just mm -hmm. wild to think about these fandoms that existed like pre-internet and like what that meant in terms of sharing content like that meant like mailing lists and like people like sending their work to be collaborated into a zine and then it being distributed yeah. to all like the people at contributive like that's wild i know like they've been doing that since like patreon and indiegogo and other community-based or like community-funded projects you know this is all yeah. out of pocket they had to collaborate via what like email but <laughs> they made it happen even before that like it was just like sending like mail or even just um like talking at conventions like people just being in you know the the original fur cons were just like hotel room parties to watch i don't know fucking robin hood or some shit um mm -hmm, and just mm -hmm. being like oh yeah i'm into these furry anthro characters that make me feel funny down there oh i'm into that too let's I'm, i've got these drawings let's put them together let's make a zine and just growing <laughs> yeah. from there uh, i mean it could not be any easier to get involved with like any any fandom nowadays just just look it yeah. up look it up on your phone and, and you're right on your way to being a part of it it's so easy but yeah do you want to continue with the comic yes yes Okay, so this was revealed on the page that we're currently on, but let's move on to the next one <clears throat> now. Oh, oh, about the semen they ingested? Oh, yeah. Is that yeah, what's making them the, feverish? That's the final verdict. It was the semen they ingested off of the floor. Oh, man. I mean, that happens when you're a cum dumpster. You just get a little feverish. Yeah, it's the all skunk at junior college. What do you think? <laughs> you, know, and, you know, I'm glad they explained that. And yeah. um Oh, would you look at that? Principal Foxley, what are you doing? He's gawking at the students who are, you know, for some reason, still bent over. He looks like he's about to act up, you know what I mean? He's got that little <laughs> tongue blep going. Blep. Yeah, dude. Can I get him a limb in the chat, boys? Oh, man. And uh, Principal Miffy's like, okay, today. Like, snapping <laughs> yeah. her fingers in his face. <laughs> yeah, he's he's entranced by these. Uh, and look... <laughs> I, I get it that this is a, a very new and horny facet of his life that he's experiencing, <laughs> but it's like, bro, these they're they're sick. They're they're undergoing a fever. <laughs> Now's not really the time. But whatever. We're gonna move on with the tour, okay, fellas? And okay. on the way, it looks like there's some turmoil in the halls. The plumber gave these wet skunkettes specific instructions to wait outside in the hallway while he unclogs the shower drains. So is that water they're dripping or is that cum pulled out their feet? No, it, it's water. It's water. Yeah, Are you yeah, yeah. sure? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because, okay. and and here's, here's the reasoning for it. His reasoning is that if they stay in there with him, nothing will get done because they'll want to play with him. They're just so oversexed, oversexed um, collegiate skunkettes. No, I, I, I'm i not sold on the idea that these skunk, skunk girls are horny. Maybe if I continue reading, they'll finally drive that point <laughs> home. I'm still not can convinced. I, can I ask a question? Uh, Yes, you in the back, sure. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Teacher? Um, yes. Mm -hmm. So... Our fox dude has a jacket and a turtleneck and pants on, but how come Principal Miffy wait, just wait, has wait, like wait, a wait. little? 
you'll you'll find out towards the end. It's not like it's a big reveal, but you'll understand that this skunk at college does things a little bit different than the other okay. uh, colleges. Yes. Okay, I'll mm-hmm. slow my roll then. Okay, okay, okay. No problem. No problem. Uh, there's oh just... gosh, she's got shoes on? At least she has school uh, <laughs> shoes on because, you know, you don't want to you don't want to step on anything. Or drop stuff on your toe, you know. We don't want to have um, OSHA up in here again. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're already hot on the tail of this school because the beds are too close together. Yeah, no, no, but hey, they they have rewards and accolades, okay? So they've (laughs) got to be doing something right. Okay, so we're going to move on to the next page. Okay. Uh, Everyone follow along. And then boom, pussy out. Okay. On the the turlet. This first panel, I will try to paint a picture for those of you listening at home. Because I need you to understand what's going on here. (laughs) I didn't notice a lot of this shit until my second time reading. They're conducting a tour through the halls, but they pass by what I assume to be a single toilet bathroom with one door. That's commonplace. You know, you have those on, on school campuses all the time. The door is wide open in this panel, and it's broken, so a repair guy is trying to fix it. Okay, simple. However, if you look at the door closely... It has a gigantic glass panel on it. That gives oh, you a direct no. view of the toilet and the occupant. So if you walk by it, you're going to see someone launching turds out of their asshole. <laughs> I kept going back and forth because I assumed I had missed some sort of transition. But they're on their way towards the cafeteria. So they're still in the hallway. Like, why? And when that door closes, the person taking a fat dump sees the word girls on the door which means that the people passing by it will see it spelled backwards. You know what I mean? I'm, I feel like I'm like having like an aneurysm, like along with you trying to figure this out. Yeah. It's like, why would the person using the toilet need to see that? Like, did they forget where they're, where they are? (laughs) They're on the toilet. Oh man. (laughs) It's like, you got to write a note on your hand about like, okay, go drink water, take a shit go to sleep dude i know i I hope wipe is on the list of things to do (laughs) on there in the fucking toilet Uh (laughs) uh-oh not again and yeah if you look at the the mechanic's hand you can see his thumb on the other side because he's like gripping the door to keep it in place so it is see-through absolutely yeah yeah because the sign what what is going on and then she's like the the skunk cat on the toilet wants the door closed she can't privacy like honey it's see-through you're not gonna have privacy (laughs) yeah when are you gonna be done it doesn't matter i also don't understand why she's sitting on the toilet like that what spread eagle pussy out she's like yeah like i'm trying to like recreate how to sit like that in my chair and like i have to be like leaned all the way back on like the tops of my butt cheeks and like in order to achieve that position it doesn't look comfortable and i don't think anything's getting in the toilet if you sit like that you know she's just taking a load off this this repair guy (laughs) he's taking his sweet ass time with the door but it's okay it's okay i'm sure they explain it in the lore later on okay but okay moving on Looks like one of the students has been stopped at one of the meta, uh, metal detector checkpoints at this school. Oh man, it's like a like a school in like LA. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I mean, <laughs> this comic was published in 2004, so oh. clearly this world oh, takes place no. in a post 9/11 world. Oh, no. Fair enough. I'm not going to I'm not going to look too deep into it. Don't think too deep in it. Okay, I'm going to try not to. Yeah, in case those of you at home are wondering, why did this student set off the metal detector? Is it contraband, such as a weapon or drugs? No. Just it's that just bomb the, ass pussy. <laughs> the vibrator she forgot to take out. Yeah, I hate She's it when that happens. She's so bimbo-y looking, too. She's got like a, like, oh man, her, her top like barely covers her tatas and like her mm-hmm. skirt does not. Why why is she wearing clothes at this point? Yeah, I know. What's, what's even the point? And, you know, for those of you that don't want to see what we're looking at, To me, the art is very one note in the sense that every single student, slim body, uh, not a very pronounced ass, but they have huge uh, uh, melon tits. That's the only way. It's literally (laughs) like if you if you stapled melons to your chest, they're just circles. Okay, fine. Scotch tape them. But they're just (laughs) there. Every they all look the same. The only variation like hairstyle. But yeah, they're very same faces. Some of them have different colors too. You know, I mean, like I, it's I, a black and white comic, but like there was one that had more pronounced like white markings. I mean, I don't know. 
But yeah, I, they do all look the same and there's no body diversity here at all. Yeah, I, I really I couldn't tell, <laughs> honestly. Which, which isn't like... And again, like we got to remember like historical context of this is older. I feel like now there's so much body diversity within the furry fandom. Like it's great. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. It's like not that there's anything wrong with it. And it's like, what's the point of raging at a 16 year old comic? (laughs) You're only hurting yourself. Yeah. I mean, were you going to you going to talk to Eric about this later? (laughs) Oh, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to get him. Dude, he he doesn't give a shit. (laughs) I'm going to get his ass. Yeah, I wonder if he's still in the fandom. You you guys should go check. Go go reach out to him and say hi. Anyways, <laughs> next page, everyone. Let's keep it going. Yes, now, teacher. Here's where uh things get a, a little bit oh, a little bit stinky. No. As skunks, oh, no. sometimes they have accidents. And I'm so happy that they explained how these accidents can be so stinky, so vile, that they've actually <laughs> received complaints from downwind. <laughs> And they use those words from downwind about the smells. They literally have giant chambers dedicated to neutralizing odors on a student's entire body. In addition, they have break glass displays scattered throughout the schools filled with gas masks for people who need them when these accidents take place. You guys like that world building? I'm crying because of the line D stinking chamber because that's what you call it when I go to take a shower and uh, I hate it. I you know I I did not get that term from this comic. I know you it or did not. it. I know that that was organic <laughs> and that just sprang out of your mind one day. But that is literally what you call it. Yeah, absolutely. But you know what? When you look at the gas masks, you look at all this preparation with these destinkify chambers. Principal Foxley brings up a good point. How do they afford all of this shit? Apparently, all of the teachers and the staff and even the repair uh, the repair guys that we've all seen, they work for free. They're all volunteers because the students are so nice to them. Oh, they're just nice to them. Okay. Well, okay, wise guy. What about the building? It's free. And, and Miffy's explaining this, by the way. It's free because it was once an abandoned primary school. And it's theirs now. They have it all figured out, guys. That's really cool. It's free real estate. Absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. This is that absolutely applies here. Now, uh, on a side note, there's when I read through this, uh, these had been shown, I believe, in in a mismatched order. Uh, Oh, okay. So it's not that it matters that we're sort of reading it out of order. I just wanted to give a heads up. Because the idea on how this school affords everything gets revisited. So, yeah, yeah, I didn't realize it until I was already, like, writing the script and all that. That, yeah, maybe things are a little bit jumbled. But don't worry, the viewing experience will not be hampered. So, next page, everyone. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Teacher, hold on. I am just dying over this sign that is hanging up over the sink because you know it was an abandoned primary school so we have like the hardware like the really low sink so skunk cat's like bent over trying to drink water yeah um, and you can see her butt cheeks yeah but no, i'm that's fine. dying mm-hmm. over this lost butt plug sign what's what's so weird about that with the numbers and two of them have been torn off so i, I hope whoever lost their butt plug can Dude, find it look there's a lot of people on the case, all right? <laughs> when you put your heads together, you get shit done. You know what I mean? I, I, that's what I like about this school. You know, that's how it got its reputation. It's just, it's <laughs> cooperation, collaboration. I think I think they have a wonderful thing going on. This putrid skunk at junior college. Yeah. I know. We, we should all go on a class field trip sometime. How about it, fellas? Sounds good. All right. Can we bring Lunchables? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I, I, you know, I'm not. Uh, look, I'm not trying to start shit. I just I don't know if I'd eat anything from the skunk at school. All right? I'm just saying I trust something factory sealed than, than homemade. Okay. Hermetically sealed lunch. Absolutely. So with the next page, I'm just going to breeze through this one. All it is is a brief explanation of the disciplinary action they take towards students who misbehave. They spank them. Of course, it's spanking. Why wouldn't it be? I, you know, I get that it's all fetish-based stuff, but I don't like how one of the spanked skunk girls thinks to herself, and I quote, "The real punishment is not getting spanked, but rather not being able to sit afterwards." Cool, dude. That's that's <laughs> that, great. 
that's a paddling. <laughs> that's that's a paddling. Uh, but I mean, sometimes people act out of line. And here's a little thing that I decided to wait until now to mention. Miffy isn't the principal. I'm sorry. What is she then? I don't know. And they never explain who she is. Is she the secretary? <laughs> is she the vice principal? Because the people getting spanked oh. are getting spanked by the principal. And there's some random person in there who's never been mentioned before who looks like all of the other students. I I don't know how to explain it. That's it. I I just... Is this like a self-governed like Skunkette Junior College? Is it like by the skunks for the skunks? Like I, I don't... I don't know. I mean, everyone here is a volunteer because the girls are just so nice to them. I, You know... I'm sure it all just works out. We can't sit here thinking about it because there's more to cover. We're not right, done we yet, folks. we gotta move on to the tour. And don't worry, don't worry. We're about halfway done. Please just hold on a little longer, everyone. <laughs> <clears throat> so on to the next page. Miffy, our not principal, scolds a student because their skirt is too low. So she pulls them all the way up. Whatever. Now her whole ass and pussy is out. <laughs> Great. So, so wait a minute. So her skirt was like perfectly like, I mean, it's a short skirt, but it was perfectly covering her bits. And it's like, mm -hmm. oh, no, no, that's that's too much. So no, we can hike it up. No, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. Like she she uses these words, hip huggers. I, I don't understand, <laughs> but whatever. It, it's a new student. So to, uh, Miffy will let them off with a warning. Whatever. Simple mistake. Other than that, a student's locker shelf breaks. So all of her, <laughs> what she calls school supplies, spill onto the floor. It's all just sex toys. But okay, she so turns. hold on. Can, oh, I, yes. can I talk mm -hmm. about what we see in here? Oh, I, go ahead. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. So I see a double, a double dong, mm -hmm. some lube, some handcuffs, anal beads, and I think a, there's like one regular one, dildo one and then like a vibrator. And one, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. I know her school supplies. And <laughs> don't worry, <laughs> you're, you're about to find out what it's for. But now that the shelf's broken, she turns to the millionth repair guy for help. <laughs> and if he helps her, she'll let him help her with sex and homework. That's what it's for. And to which he replies, hmm, let me guess. Chapter seven, cuffs and collars. Show me that shelf. And this I think the repair, repair guy bear looks skeezy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Can we take a look at this bear repair guy? He has the dumbest fucking haircut <laughs> I have ever seen. And I like I can't take it anymore. Who is this guy? Look at him. But it's fine. It's fine. We're not here to judge. We're not here to judge. I'm sure someone's persona looks like that, so let's just lay off for <laughs> oh, a second, no. fellas. Moving on. Oh, my gosh. What? I turn the page. Mm-hmm. And I see oh I see some some anal fist. Okay, look, 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 look. This panel is busy. I don't need to take it out of context. Like, do I just need to slow my roll? <sighs> yeah, fellas, don't you understand? They're passing by a sex ed class and they're learning about being anally fisted. That's on that's on today's <laughs> curriculum. I, it's it's on the uh, the syllabus if you checked, but whatever. All that matters is after all of this diddle daddling, we finally reached the cafeteria. <gasps> on this page, you'll see that some of these students have gigantic tits, <laughs> and you know what their job is? It's What's to provide their... the school with milk. Oh no! That's what it's there, and you know it cuts down on costs. Miffy explains. Why buy milk from the, the cow school or some shit? I don't know. <laughs> when you could make it yourself. And did you know this same milk is used to create their own brand of milk chocolate bars? How do you think they afford the uh, extraneous expenses? They sell them. Uh, hold on. Take my hand because we're going to go to the next page. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I'm scared. Ah, yes. We come to find out that each bar is somehow sold for $200 a pop. What? It's in demand. You get what? What other explanation is there? It just works. And let's not forget. <laughs> and, and you know, another student chimes in. Let's not forget about the membership money they make from their webcam sites. Do you believe this? This is oh before Patreon. This is before OnlyFans. This comic is ahead of its time. Webcamming. <laughs> it's a lucrative business. Now I gotta take a break from the comic real quick. Okay. Because I have to say. And allow me to elaborate. 
the person who made this uh, comic is such a guy. I'm a guy too, but I'm referring to a very specific kind of guy. Like only this guy can come up with an all-girl college where everyone has sex and they pay for everything through sex. I get it. I've mentioned it before. Right now, I'm kind of reaching over a 16-year-old comic, but it's just, it's so bad. It's a self-sustaining economy built on an all-girls sex school. And that's it. But hey, <laughs> we're almost done, okay, fellas? This is a lot. Um, I think... <laughs> uh, yes? I... <laughs> Anything on your mind? I, I just can't get over this gunk milk thing. And just like how, like, I mean... The normal skunkettes, like tits, like you said, look like just melons either scotch taped or stapled on. Mm -hmm. And then like the the milking skunks just have like massive bohongos and I just can't get over it. God, I know. Look at the size of those cholo goggly goos. <laughs> those milkers. Gosh, I think it's amazing how diverse this school is. It's beautiful. <laughs> You see what I you see what I was mentioning earlier that we could learn a thing or two from the all skunk at junior college, baby. All right. So as this comic comes to a close, I just want to say these next two pages, they're just talking about extracurricular activities. And unfortunately, our tour guide Miffy gets pulled away because there's some error with some new school uniforms. In other words, the tour is finally over. We did it, fellas. All that's left is for Principal Foxley to figure out what concepts and ideas he should take from today's tour. I mean, I'm I'm, mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah. Can we talk about these posters in the background for extracurriculars? Uh, yeah, I I mean, aren't you interested in attending Nipple Peak Resort <laughs> for, for skiing or or yeah. be a part of the arts? Become a stripper? Hell yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Oh. <laughs> I, I gotta be honest, I kind of I kind of <laughs> didn't read that. I forgot that was there. Yeah, it's photos from the boys' school orgies. Okay, so what animals are at the boys' junior college? I'm trying to See, tell her in the picture. Are they dogs? And the wait, one wait, wait, wait. on the Are I they bears? Are they squirrels? No, no, no. Now that you mention it, I don't know what the hell they're talking about <laughs> because they say they never let skunk boys on the school premises, right? Then did they visit Skunk Boys or is it really other like, well, I don't know. I'm just throwing this out here. Walrus Boys or some shit. I'm not sure. They don't so explain it. So I think it. there are other boy animals because I see like what looks like a fox snoot. I'm dying because <laughs> the face on the one in the bottom right reminds me of that fucking the North Korean, that squirrel and hedgehog cartoon. Do you know what you're talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, that's the school they went to. Okay, that makes sense. Perfect, perfect. Oh no, what <laughs> the North Korean exchange school? Oh no. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it's 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 a like a, a studying abroad thing. I I believe it was, but whatever. It's okay. Oh no. All right. So now that the tour is over, we're on the last stretch, fellas. On this final page, uh, we end with Foxley seeing things going uh one of two ways i mean there is an all vixen campus and ca uh, council after all so as i'd mentioned just a little while ago principal foxley's got to figure out what concepts and ideas he wants to take from today's tour either they love the idea of being naked and yiffing all of the time or the Vixing Council forms a mob and cancels him permanently. <laughs> and see, what's crazy, what is crazy is that you realize the skunk at school is the only one doing this. They're the only one who are just having sex all the time and like monetizing it. It's very avant-garde. And what's crazy is that they, they give you a little bit of a sneak peek of what the Vixen Council looks like. Everyone is wearing clothes. I can't believe it. They're not all completely naked. They, they're not setting off metal detectors with the vibrators they left in there, you know. But I think it's best, and this is the note we leave off on, I think it's best if Foxley does a little more research before sharing his findings. He'll just have to come back and visit another, I don't know, dozen times or so, you know, for academic pers uh, purposes. 
Literally, the comic ends with three skunk <laughs> girls coming on to him, with one of them giving him head. I'm literally looking at his furry balls right now. And there you have it, folks. Part one of Skunk at School is over. And yes, part one, there are more. That's all, folks. Oh, no. Man, I... I'm still, like, just... There's a lot of things that I'm very hung up on. I'm very hung up on the mm -hmm. de-stinking chamber. Yeah, yeah, it, it smells awful, I hear. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I'm very hung up on that clear door and that poor girl that was like, I want some privacy. And it's like, well, you're not going to get it even when he finishes making that door. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I'm also just still hung up on the skunk milk and the skunk milk chocolate. I know. I want to try it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so crazy to me, the whole like webcamming thing. Because oh, yeah. like, mm -hmm. yeah, that's like. I'm trying to think of like what my internet activities were back in 2004. That was when this came out, right? 2004? Yes, yes. Okay, so that would have been like peak like MySpace, early YouTube where there was like limits on how long you could make videos. Oh man. Back in my day, we had to watch anime in multiple parts. Yeah. That's wild to think about that. Yeah, I mean, our options are limited and you know what's hilarious? Guaranteed this comic was never released online. Someone years later uh, archived it, probably. Yeah, yeah, they just archived it. So thank you to them. I don't know who did it, but thank you for your hard work because we would have never found this gem. Can you believe it? Definitely. I bet Dust Bunny would never think 16 years later someone would uncover this from the vault and review it. Man, I hope he's doing okay. Like, I mm -hmm. hope um, he's still active in the fandom. I'm sure he is. I feel like at least with this fandom, I don't know that I've heard of any people like graduating from the fandom or like leaving it. I feel like it's something that you always participate in one way or another. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I wanted to ask, um, I know like when you and I started like talking about Genus, um, you had mentioned that you had kind of heard of this before and that like one of your favorite artists is someone who is actually featured in it quite a lot. Oh, Do you want to yes, maybe yes. talk about that a little bit? Uh, sure, sure. I'll just try to keep it brief. I guess like many of you, you will run into things that have the strongest like nostalgic qualities to them. And this one person, uh, Miu. He has been a part of the fandom and he's been, you know, uh, we'll, we'll throw in some furry terminology, uh, kind of a pop you fur with his <laughs> content for years and years. I wouldn't say that he has like the most reputable uh, reputation in the fandom, but for me, he still makes content. He's still around. He still sells merchandise. I fell in love with his work back, you know, in the early furry days uh, you know, just exploring the fandom for myself. And he has participated, I think, a couple of times on regular genus and also male genus. So yeah. it's kind of cool, too, um, seeing that he's dabbled in, you know, different, I guess we could say, like, themes that explore differing sexualities and interests and stuff. So it does kind of tie back into the furry community's ability to embrace certain ideas and just explore them, especially in ways that are safe and uh, inclusive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's been a part of Genus. He's done his own comics. And I think after all these years, his stuff, I will always like, I'll always know it's him the moment I see it. He's just mm -hmm. that ingrained in my brain at this point. But yeah, yeah. Good times. Good times. Yeah, and um, not to like put you on blast or anything, but you have mm -hmm. some of like his physical artwork too, right? And like magnets and things like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And look, not to go on another tangent here, but I know he did work for a porn collective of artists who have their own pay site, but it's just furry porn. Like, did oh, you cool. know that? Uh, I don't even know if people at home know that. That even back then, before Patreon, I know I keep mentioning that, before Patreon, you could put in your credit card and subscribe to Club Stripes. That was the, the old, very popular collective back in the early 2000s. 
I'm sure they've disbanded by now. They never made a formal post saying that they were all gone and it's over. But it's amazing to me that it it could not be any easier for a solo artist to be able to ask of that kind of service from people now. For sure. I will make content for you. Just subscribe for me or subscribe to me for a couple of dollars. Yeah. Yeah. He does that nowadays, too. He's not a part of Club Stripes, but he is on Patreon. Uh, peep him there. <laughs> yeah, we'll um we'll put Muse um, links in the show notes. Um, and yeah, it's it's so easy to support artists now. And like you said, to be a solo creator um, and to have something like Patreon or have like Kofi or have um, I think a lot of people are moving to subscribe star now or even OnlyFans. And I think the common misconception mm-hmm. is that OnlyFans is specifically just for like lewd like real porn content like i right right i guess i'm just so deep in like the the hentai shit like i don't it's real real porn Mm -hmm. but yeah like you can use it for just about anything um and it's so easy to support artists and to find content now i think fandoms and people just really have it good now it's so easy to find community absolutely absolutely and uh just just a quick question yeah uh cake i need your opinion yeah. If Mr. Uh, Foxley presents his findings to the council, do you think they're going to mob him or they're going to go, you know what? Let's start yiffing all the time. <laughs> you know what? This guy's onto something. I think the mob scenario is more likely. I think these vixens aren't going to be down with it. Um, and I think they're just going to rip his dick off. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't what know. What do you think? I mean, the skunk at school, you, you see what they have going on? $200 per, per titty chocolate milk bar are you kidding me that's that's gold right there and they won't have to like spend the fox school won't have to spend money on like a distinct chamber will they oh i don't think so and on top of that okay come on you're you're gonna lie to me and act like the they don't have big titty fox girls over there they they get their own milk this is perfect Mm -hmm. big titty fox girls are like a dime a dozen in the furry fandom oh yes okay well you know let it flow am i right Uh, okay. Speaking of Patreon, um, we're working on revamping the infomercial Patreon. We're gonna have some goodies for people and lots of new content. So definitely look into that if you're interested. Um, the link will be in the show notes. If you have any feedback or anything you want to share or show us, please go ahead and send it to nymphomercialpodcast at gmail.com. Check out all our socials. Um, we are on the Twitter and we're on Instagram at just nymphomercial. You'll find us. So Juno, thanks for being a guest today. I've wanted to have you on for a while. I'm so happy that you're here and uh, oh, no problem. can spend some time educating us about furry stuff. And I hope all the listeners at home learned a little something, maybe from the Skunk at Junior College School model. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Future editor put in here. I know that we're having a blast with Cake and Juno in our furry adventures today, but... If you're missing Aurora and Milk, have no fear. Check out their guest spot on Wholesome Addiction this upcoming Sunday. The link can be found in the show notes below. All right. And for everybody else, good luck on all of your erotic endeavors. See you later. chat boys